Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For this week's episode, Megan and I wanted to pose a question to you guys, our audience, and then like we'll talk through your answers and our answers. And the question that we posed was, do you, do you think, think do you think you're living true to yourself? Yes. Um, we've done two episodes, I think, like this before, where we've just posted like an open-ended question. It's supposed to be just self-reflective and a little bit deeper. Um, and then we're, we just talk through your guys' answers, and then we share our answers. And you guys seem to have liked the past two, so here we are doing another one. Mm-hmm. And if you have any ideas for questions you think would be good to ask, or if you want to know what other people would say, then you should let us know in the comments yeah, below. Yeah, give us some more Otherwise, prompts. we were looking on like a, a website of like deep questions to ask yourself or whatever. Yeah. And it was like some of them were okay, and then like a lot of them were like not very good. Yeah. So you guys would probably be better at, you know, this is a podcast you want to listen to. What do you want to listen to? Mm-hmm. What questions do you want us to ask? Um, we'll obviously jump to answering this, that question later. We always have to start with our, our classic catch up, our <clears throat> book stuff and our highlights, all that. everything in between. So my weekly spotlight is the fact that we got to hang out with Maggie this week. We technically, I think last time we recorded, she was in town, but I don't think we had brought it up, but Maggie was in town for an entire week we got to see her a couple times and it's just nice to have her around i think it, we hadn't seen her since october right yeah so always fun seeing her and we got to have like some family like get togethers we had a brunch at our grandma's house yesterday and so it was nice my weekly spotlight is that we are in the very very beginning early stages of creating a book club mm-hmm. um yes. and we were like at the brunch yesterday Maggie and Haley have known that Sierra and I want to do a book club. Like, it's been mentioned multiple times at this point, but we just, like, haven't It's the fear of starting. And so yesterday, like, while we were there, we were talking with Maggie. We were talking about a book club, and we, like, she was kind of helping us come up with, like, who could we invite, like, who would be part of the book club. And, like, we actually, like, reached out to a couple people yesterday to, like, see and gauge interest. And so far, we've got some people who are interested. And so I've been, like... (laughs) I have, like, a hosting folder on my Pinterest now, not necessarily just for book clubs, but, like... Megan wants to host more this year. I mentioned I want to, like, host more things and kind of work on that a little bit, and so it's just getting me very excited. We have to figure out, um, like, I'm hoping to do it sometime in February Mm -hmm. is, I think, what I would like to do. And our first book club, like, the plan is for it to not be, like, everyone having read a book and then meeting. It's going to be, like, an introduction 
everyone like, so getting to know each other. Don't know each other. Mm-hmm. We're going to be kind of pulling different people in from different areas of life. Um, and then we're going to like take that time to pick a book to read. Initially. So we were like coming up with a list of possible options that like, cause I feel like with a book club, everyone can have such different tastes. And like, as soon as we start getting a better idea of like what kind of books everyone does like, then maybe that'll lead us down like a path of like, okay, we're all reading this book next. But I feel like there is like safer books slash authors to at least like pull into the pile of like the initial vote. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of coming up with like Freedom McFadden. We haven't found like a specific book and I don't know if we will, but like Ellen Hildebrand, um, Kristen, Hannah, Kristen, Hannah, like those are safe authors. And then we had a couple specific books like Remarkably Bright Creatures is just a fiction book that I honestly I know I read the summary at one point, but I don't remember what it's about. But one of you guys actually commented on our vlog recommending it to us. So that's what made it add what made me add it to my TBR. But I have since like I've seen it making the rounds. I've seen it places. Um, So that's on there. I have to pull my notes up and I don't know if I will bother to do that. (laughs) But we're going to like come up with a PowerPoint to like first we'll probably like have to set some ground rules. So it'll be like when do we want to meet? How often? All that. And I at least for the first one, I kind of like this is what I said. Like I just want to like really like host but I also like need to not like blow a whole budget when like that's not necessary yeah I am kind of like people probably want to be it, it to be free but if everyone even pitched in like five bucks towards like little goodie bags but I'm I think that for the first meeting like I'm just gonna We're do what I want to these people <laughs> for, for coming to the book club but I'm like I kind of want to like make goodie bags where like people get like a a bookmark or something else like I have to figure out what else is out there and then since we're not doing like discussion of a book I was wondering if there's like an easy-ish crafty type of thing that we could do so if you have a book club that you're in and you have ideas for fun things to do Mm -hmm. you could let me know um otherwise it'll probably just be like we'll have like snacks and food and we'll just Just hang out so that should be fun. Looking forward to getting that started. Um, and now that I've like actually like reached out to people, I'm like, okay, they are expecting something. Like, mm-hmm. and they've already agreed initially to be like, I was like, are you interested in book club? And they're like, yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I will reach out with, in a large group text in the near future. Is yeah. my <laughs> response to them. So now that I've got some people, you know, in the loop, I'm like, okay, they are ready for book club. So I actually have. Like, right now, I have a thing for, like, stuff to do related to my New Year's goals and resolutions. Like, stuff I need to do in January to, like, kind of be on track. And one of it was make headway on a book club. So, that's good. I also have, like, plan basement, which we are also in the throes Mm -hmm. of starting. So, now I need to go to a local event and volunteer. I also, like, go on a date. That's not looking likely. but For this month? Yeah. That wasn't, I don't think a specific, I don't have a specific dating goal, but I was trying to just be like, My know. hinge has almost never been worse, I feel, like, <laughs> than it is right now. And um, I was like, isn't January, I thought we were supposed to like, I thought a good thing get a was new batch. supposed to happen. Yeah, but my, I've been, my hinge has not been very good either. I need to start okay. just going out and about. It's so cold though. Don't feel like we know. Yeah. Book updates. I... I'm finishing A Court of Silver Flames today, and I know I was reading that last week already, so I don't have much else to give you guys. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's probably going to be a four stars, 
and I listened to the first half on audiobook, and now this is the second half I've just been reading. So, um, both have been, like, pretty enjoyable, though. So, <clears throat> and then, surprisingly, maybe, I don't know, I am planning on reading The Hobbit next. Mostly because it's been on my TBR for a little bit. I think I originally added it because Haley Pham had mentioned, um, like, I think she gave it five stars, and she really liked it, and just, like, The Hobbit is a very likable character, I guess. So, I don't know if I'm going to, like, go into, like, the full Lord of the Rings series, but I do at least want to, like, see what The Hobbit is about, and I guess if I don't like it, I can always not finish it. I am not afraid to, like, not finish a book, so one thing about me. Um, I have finished A Court of War, or A Court of Wings and Ruin. I always want to say War. I gave that one four and a half stars. I'm still, like, not sure between A Court of Mist and Fury and A Court of Wings and Ruin, which I like more. I rated them both four and a half stars, but... I don't know. I need to like sit on it. Inevitably, a bit like eventually, one will. I think so. Be your favorite. <clears throat> anyway, taking a break from the Akatar world right now. I'm reading Mostly Harmless, which is the fifth and final installment of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series. I thought after being on that nice high from you know the first three books I read this year, I was like, okay, this would be a good time to actually like buckle down and finish this relatively short book that I just want to get off of my TBR. Um, and say that I finally finished the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series. I personally probably wouldn't recommend it. The writing style is just very unique and different, and the stories are pretty hard to follow, in my opinion. But I bought the whole book. I wouldn't with the really whole recommend it, but here I am finishing series. the final series. I bought the whole book. book with all of the stories in it, and so I want to be able to finish it because we have this whole shelf that's got like our sci-fi fantasy stuff, and this is the only book on that shelf. And I'm like, I still have a book in there that I need to read. I'm finishing it today, probably. And, and then, then I think I'm going to read Mrs. Nash's Ashes next. You'll have to let me know what you think of that one. Because, like, it'll it'll decide whether I want to, like, take a break from fantasy-type stuff and then, like, circle back around. Mm-hmm. And um, then I think after I finish, finish Mrs. Nash's Ashes, I was going to maybe do Powerless. So. We have officially bought Assassin's Blade and Throne of Glass, so, like... The, the series mm-hmm. is ready for us to begin. We just aren't quite sure when we want to start. I'm sure it'll be, like, soon. Mm-hmm. But how how many books is that series? Eight? I think it's eight books. Gosh. Do you think I can name them? Assassin's Blade. I've actually, like, Throne I've of gotten Glass, more comfortable with... Um, this is probably not going to be in order. Queen of Shadows. Queen... Or Crown of Midnight? That sounds like one. Crown of Midnight. King of... Air of Fire. Air of Fire. Kingdom of Ash. And then there's Empire of Tower... Storms. Tower of Dawn. Tower of Dawn. Is that all of them? I don't even know how many. Sa- how, many how much did we do? Hold on. Assassin's Blade. Throne of Glass. Crown, Crown of, of Midnight. Midnight. Air of, of Fire. Queen of Shadows. No, oh, I think Air of Fire is next. Whatever. Queen of Shadows. Tower of Dawn. Empire of Storms. We're missing one. Are we? Hmm. I'm honestly kind of impressed that we Same. got that far. Um, let me go to my instagram or something also this might be a hot take you guys but since we're on like we're talking about sarah j mass um i know a lot of people when fantasy is their favorite genre they like those specific like original publication covers or like whatever the more fantasy type covers are i am so happy they redid the covers to akatar because i love the covers that they have now and i think the other one is so ugly i swear we said all of these do we say empire of storms yeah Assassin's Blade, Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight, Air of Fire, Queen of Shadows, Empire of Storms, Tower of Dawn, Kingdom of Ash. 
Maybe we, I don't think, I think we said all of them at one point, but I don't think we said them, like, we only okay. got to seven fingers, and there's eight of them, but we did say all of them. Yeah, maybe we just forgot one on the I final think Kingdom count. of Ash, I don't think we said a final. Okay, so, back to what you are saying about covers. I think that the current rendition of the covers is the best version of the covers, and... I mean, that's probably, like... I literally hate A lot of people ones. say, like, oh, I hate, like, the highlighter covers of Akatari. It doesn't fit the vibe of the book. And I'm like... I don't care. It I looks don't like better. the other covers. The other covers are ugly. So, Megan and I will Same happily... Same like, Throne of Glass. I don't... Like, I kind of know what the covers looked like originally, but, like, the new ones... Oh, I do. They're so, so much better. Yeah. I do not want... I don't like whatever style that is. Yeah. So, not for me. I love the new covers. Like, if it was the old covers, I wouldn't Would be not. buying physical versions. Nope. One thing about me, if I'm buying a book, Better I'm be going to like the cover. Otherwise, I will find some sort of online version that I'll read. Anything else, book-wise or otherwise? I don't think so. I can't remember in our other episodes that we've done, have we answered first or do we read other people's answers first and then answer last? I'd say let's answer first, and then we can always read other people's responses, and then if we want to, like, elaborate on our answers again. Yeah, we can, like, we can say what we think originally without having anyone's thoughts or opinions. To sway us. To sway us, and then if anyone else can bring up good points or whatever, or just expand our talking points, then we'll do that. Okay, let us go. When I was thinking of, like, my answer to this question, I honestly just, like, started writing a bunch of blurbs and, like, thoughts on a sticky note. Because it's, like, this is a hard... There's no just, like, answer to this question, I feel like. There right. could be, like, I mean, in theory, you could say yes or no. But we want elaboration. So just for context, the question that we posed was, am I living true to myself? Why or why not? Very open-ended. Mm-hmm. So do you want to start? Do you want me to start? I can start. But like I said, this is kind of like I was just, like, typing on my notes app and, like, whatever came to me came to me. Because it's like, I don't have a specific, I feel like, yes or no answer. Um, so I start off by saying, in a way, this question kind of feels like, what is the meaning of life? Like a little bit. Because you're like... 42. Do you feel... That's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy <laughs> reference. Oh. I was like, I have no idea what you're saying. Um, and questions like this, I feel like, can kind of make you start to spiral a little bit in terms of like, you either say yes and you are like, I'm doing well and good. But I feel like... Most people, it depends on how you take the, take a look at the question. Are you think like, do you just feel like, am I generally content with my life and honest with who I am? You could say yes and like be done with it. But I feel like you could say, when you really think about it, a lot of people, most people are probably going to start thinking like, I could be doing something different. And so in a way, no. So I was like, okay, what do with I With that think? in mind. Um... <clears throat> I feel like I started focusing at least initially and like I I stray away from this a little bit at the end but I feel like a lot of this comes down to like at least how I was taking the question and I'm only answering it um am I living true to myself I feel like a lot of times and this goes with like 90% of people but it's like you don't really choose or wish for a life where like you are going and working for someone else like for 80% of your time and like you are not your job and so in a way it's kind of like I'm spending so much of my time am I being true to myself am I not I like I need to reference like what I was writing down so hold on I feel like and you can correct me if I'm wrong but like I feel like I get what you're saying where 
if you know people didn't have to live and be part of the rat race yeah. to like make a living and survive like would then we they all would be probably choosing... be doing something different exactly that would be quote-unquote more true to themselves and so i feel like i said anytime you work for the man aka not yourself <laughs> you're probably going to be like i'm not fully fulfilled with what i'm doing um and then i was like how much weight do you put into who you are as a person versus your career are you your career and like some jobs like it's hard to separate the two like people who become doctors like they kind of are their career like it's hard to separate you are a doctor for your job Mm -hmm. and then you are you outside of your job especially when it takes so much time to get there and like so much of your time is your job those are like special circumstances but like certain professions hopefully that means they like highly like identify with that career. Yeah. I don't think that anyone becomes a doctor without like some way, shape, or form identifying like that is who I am. Mm-hmm. You know, versus, you know, someone who's like a bank teller is probably like, yeah, I am a bank teller, but like I don't identify as like yeah. I'm a bank teller. Like yeah. this is my passion, my calling. And so then I kind of like was thinking about, you know, myself specifically. Obviously, I'm a physical therapist. Um, and I said, I don't think, like, I am not my career. I am a physical therapist, but, like, I do not identify solely as being a physical therapist. I relate to other physical therapists. I obviously chose to go to school to become a physical therapist. I'm working as a physical therapist, and I think I'm good at my job. And for the most part, I enjoy it, I would say. But, like, with every job, there are certain things that, like, you wish were a little different or you would tweak certain things. Um, But I also... Obviously, we've been on the internet for a long time. We've shown you guys our journey of how we got here, but, like, we have never, I felt like, tried to portray ourselves as, like, the internet PTs or, like, come to us for all physical therapy-related content. Like, that's just not who we are, and we feel more comfortable, like, presenting just ourselves and our personalities as, I quote-unquote, our brand on the internet. Um and if you've found us through PT, because I see some people, like, I'll see people that follow me, and, like, I'll, if they have, like, DPT or, like, a program listed, I'm assuming they found me through physical therapy-related content, but then also, like, I don't post a lot of physical therapy stuff, right. so hopefully you're not looking It's definitely, that. you know, the type of content that we post is more so we are physical therapists, but, like, here's our life, you know, surrounding that, related to that, mm-hmm. but, like, this is not, for the most part, physical therapy content Mm -hmm. um and so then you kind of mentioned this earlier of like if we if no one had to work like no one probably would work and so I said a lot of people probably relate to the sentiment of not wanting to labor or not wanting to do anything and then but then it's like that's not very fulfilling either we've even had periods of our life in between finding a job finishing up boards where like we quite literally had no responsibility I actually do think like to a certain extent most people would say, like, I wouldn't want to work, but I think we saw this one TikTok where someone was, like, you know, working from nine to, like, two or something would be, like, the most ideal circumstance because I th- do think to a certain point you want to feel accomplished and you want to feel like you're contributing to something, and that feeds into, like, your self-fulfillment of, like, I'm putting something out into the world and I'm making a difference mm-hmm. outside of myself. So I do think, like, yeah, it might be nice, you know, if I could just, like, quit my job and, like, do nothing for a period of time, it would feel nice initially but then I'd probably be like well I'm getting kind of bored Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm not doing anything does everyone want to work 40 hours a week and I know people work way more than that too so I'm not trying to complain but like most people would probably be totally fine working like a limited number of hours or whatever um and then I started kind of thinking about 
in the world of comparison where everyone's like comparing themselves to the other people they're seeing online I feel like if you see people who are like they basically travel full-time or they uh whether it's like they don't have to be like a content creator but like maybe like there's people that like travel the world and like pick up odd jobs and like that's just like that's what they do and I think you see those people and a lot of people collectively agree that like traveling is a fulfilling experience and something worth making time for throughout your life like it's a very valuable thing and so I think a lot of people when they see people who are doing that they're kind of like they've got it figured out and like but then they don't show the behind the scenes of their days off when they're like working and like I've heard mm-hmm. it's very like grueling you know not fun not glamorous and so it's stuff. like that in theory sounds really fun or like the nine-month cruise is going on those people are just like not all of them are off of work some people are working remote on the cruise but it's like they're just on a nine-month hiatus and like doing that but then you kind of have to like you're comparing yourself just like the ideals of what that situation presents then you have to like circle back and think about yourself again I know I love traveling just as much as the next person I think it's very fun I know after like a week of traveling I am ready to be home I am ready to be done traveling. I am ready to be back in a place where I am comfortable and I kind of have like a set schedule. And it's like, can you imagine being those people who are traveling all the time and like nothing's really the same, which is probably exciting and works for some people, but like nothing is the same. And every day you kind of don't know what's happening or what's going on and you have to be very flexible and adaptable, which I think I could manage for short periods of time. But like, it's not like me traveling the world full time is like, that wouldn't be very true to myself either. I know I wouldn't like that. Mm-hmm. Even I can think back to when we were traveling in Europe and we were in Switzerland and France and Monaco and I was like having a great time, but it got to a point where it was like towards the end because that was a 10 day trip. I was like, I am ready to go home. I feel like that was also our first like internet, truly international trip where it was like a language barrier and mm-hmm. stuff. And so I was just like overwhelmed and I was like, I'm ready to like return to what I know. And so maybe if I go somewhere in the future, also like that has a language barrier, having already experienced that, it won't be quite as overwhelming. But I did feel like that sense of just like, I want my familiarity back. I'm ready to okay. go home. My my next thought then was kind of circling back to like actually trying to answer this question, I guess. Like after I had all those initial thoughts, I was like, okay, so like answer the question. Um, let me see where I'm at. Okay, so my take on this question is that I feel like you should always be reevaluating your wants and your needs and do your best to make those happen. I feel like humans are complex. Our wants and needs are always changing. What we value might be one thing today and it might be something else a week from now, a month from now, whatever. And I feel like you just need to make sure that you're reflective enough and saying, do I need to make a change, whether that's a career change, a vacation change, a, I don't know, just anything, like if something needs to be changed so you can actually take actionable steps to make that happen and continue to live true to yourself. Um, So I also feel like day to day, like we were talking about, most of us can't escape like the quote unquote nine to five needing to work for someone else. Like we have to make a living. We have to have money to do things to fill our cup up outside of work. Like a lot of those things you're going to need to like have money to be able to do. And so I feel like you're going to be more fulfilled and feel like you're living true to yourself if you're doing something like a couple of days a week outside of work where you've got something to look forward to or something going on or 
just finding like small things to fill your cup up every day or most days Mm -hmm. I think for me when it comes to answering this question to feel like I'm living true to myself obviously like you know we've bashed on like the nine to five stuff but like finding a career that you do in some ways like identify as like this is a part of me I do feel like I found a career that like I didn't just like choose to like get a job I had to like Mm -hmm. obviously go to extra school for it it was something that I was interested in and it's something that I do feel like I'm making a difference and so in that sense Mm -hmm. like I do feel like I'm proud to say that I'm a physical therapist I know some people like don't feel pride necessarily when they Mm -hmm. like say their job so I do like I'm proud of that I'm proud to like own that title and like when I go to work I feel like I'm helping people and so while like having a job is not always like the most fun thing or like there's difficult parts of it I do feel like I own my nine to five part of my life and I feel fulfilled doing it I feel like I'm true to myself and my own like interests when I'm doing mm-hmm. that line of work but then like you said okay we've got that covered outside of work now what am I doing to stay true to myself or feel like I'm fulfilling myself you know we love trivia I identify as someone who like loves trivia loves learning just like you know finding those hobbies or like starting a book club mm-hmm. we love to read we love books we love to connect with people about books like I think that the more we start implementing and that. The more you're outside of school, like, you kind of have the time to identify what it is and, like, cultivate your interests a little bit more. Because, like, in school, like, a lot of people are just, like, trying to get through school and, like, mm-hmm. have some fun outside of that. But you're not really, like, cultivating your hobbies or trying to figure out what it is outside of school or outside of your career that's most valuable to you. Because you're so focused on just growing into your career at that point. Mm-hmm. So then it's, like, after you graduate is when you're trying to be, like... What am I outside of this? Yeah. And so I think that the more I'm finding those things that I identify with and the more I'm cultivating like ways to like partake mm-hmm. in those hobbies or like. And you can even find like communities online too mm-hmm. or like the media you interact with. Like that's going to shape who you are and your interests too. So that side of things has been very fulfilling to me, but I still feel like I'm in like the process yeah. of like creating that stuff. But like I'm very happy with like starting it at least Mm -hmm. I also feel like uh I've this is like I'm literally not even quite a year into my career so like I would not be doing this anytime soon but I do think a lot of people should like if you feel like you're at kind of a crossroads with your life or your interests or let's say like you're feeling the need to kind of like go on a hiatus like a lot of companies have that type of leave like in their policies to some extent of like extended leave or hiatus type stuff like I could see myself at some point in my life I mean some people might do this just like between jobs anyways like if they're kind of wanting to change a job they'll like take a gap of time anyways Mm -hmm. but like if you're not planning on like leaving your job a lot of companies do offer some type of policy on like what that would look like so I don't know I could see myself doing that at some point (laughs) because like at the end of the day it's your life we've even talked about like the beauty of obviously like you know, healthcare and some other careers have more flexibility in this, but like going part-time or PRN and then like if you get a different job or like you do something to like fill up your time otherwise, then like Mm -hmm. maybe you'll find another way to be fulfilled in that sense. Yeah. That was like, that was my jumbled thought process on answering the question. Yeah. Mine as well. Overall, short answer. I think I do feel I think I'm constantly fulfilled and I feel on. like I'm living true to myself. I try not to make decisions or choices based off of like how others would perceive me. I think I do a good job of doing what I want to do because I want to do it and not because 
either society or like family or friends are like pressuring me to do something. Okay, so now that we have kind of answered our jumbled up thoughts, we're going to share some of your guys' responses. So I have someone's pulled up here. We're not going to share any names or anything just because, you know, we didn't disclose if we would or would not. And some people might want this to be private. Someone responded, I think so. And although there are definitely things I'm still working on to help me feel more like myself, I think the past year has really helped me settle into my own skin. I'm a second year student in college, so I think learning how I function on my own, but also having a balance or having to balance school and life has been beneficial in staying true to myself, if that makes sense. I think college is a great time. Like we have talked about after school and after that, like that's when you find yourself, but there are different stages of life where you have to find yourself. When you're also like kind of busier, you have to like if you're busy with some things that might be a little bit draining, such as school, you have to find the other things to fill up your cup because, like, that's going to keep you going. Mm-hmm. So I remember, like, in school especially, not that, like, I kind of always live by this mantra of, like, I always like to have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. But in school, it was, like, I needed something to look forward to. It was as small as, like, it's, we got Thursday movie night coming up mm-hmm. or whatever because we would usually, not usually, but, like, a lot of times we might go to a movie on Thursday night and just, like, have something to do. So... Yeah, and I think that, like, when you're in college, especially, like, first year is hard for anyone just with that huge shift of you're in a new place, in a new environment, different challenges that you weren't having to deal with, you know, when you were in high school. Um, You certainly have to find yourself and have to, like, be more in charge of yourself and, like, take the onus and ownership of, like, your responsibilities because now you don't have, you know, mom or dad to, like, force you to clean your room or, like, do your homework. You're definitely you are in charge of yourself for potentially like, you know, the first time in your life of, okay, it's solely me that's going to make sure I get this done. And are you like fulfilling your obligations, your responsibilities? Because, you know, as much fun as it is when you go to college to like say, I don't you know have to worry about what anyone says, the older you get, the more you start to realize, oh, like people rely on me for stuff. And I can't just like push stuff off to the side. You have to like start finding, um, finding out how to, fulfill your obligations but then also like make time for yourself Mm -hmm. because you can't unfortunately get rid of one you have to to deal with both yeah Uh, I'm starting off these are going to be like shorter ones just because I'm starting off with like the Instagram box thing you can only type so many words so these ones are short ones but someone said yes I am being true to myself because I've been trying to get myself out more um, someone said, oftentimes I feel like I put a hold on myself because I'm scared of what other people think, I which can definitely to that. be very true. And if you're kind of a people pleaser or someone who values other people's opinion of you a lot, then it's hard to sometimes distinguish what you're doing to please other people versus like what you actually want to do. Sometimes they overlap. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes you're not really thinking about if they overlap. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can relate to this. Like there are, I think even just talking about like the book club stuff and like wanting to like just go out and meet more people and like get more involved in that kind of stuff. There is like that fear holding me back sometimes of like, I just don't know how to do it or like I haven't done this before. And so it makes me uncomfortable to like try something new, even though it's what I desire to do. There's like this outside pressure or force. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do it though. Like I'm scared. Okay. Next one I have. Someone said, I'm currently not living true to myself. I found out I'm trans almost two years ago, but due to my work in the military, non-US, it's hard to come out and seek treatment. When I come out, I know a lot of stigmas apply to me and I'll be looked down upon. Also, because I'm still in training, transitioning now will make it harder to study and complete training. So I'm dealing with 
I'm dealing with repressing part of myself in order to not have to deal with being openly trans. I was wondering if you're going to get like any responses either like just like LGBTQ stuff Mm -hmm. if you're not openly out in whatever way you yeah that'd be hard feel that you need to be um I unfortunately don't have any advice for you but I do feel for you and I hope that at some point in the future you're in a position where it's okay and comfortable for you to come out and be your true self because life is too short to be anything Mm -hmm. than be anything other than what you feel you should be okay this one I think her answer got cut off a little bit because it's only the short text box like I said but I'll read what she said anyways (laughs) And then we'll just guess. <laughs> um, so she said, honestly, no, I've been acting so trashy lately, but in a weird place where my life is together is the word it looks like she's typing saying that I can't see anything else. And I tried to look in the DMs to see if there was more there. But she's just having a an interesting off time, I guess. You know, that happens. Sometimes you're just in a funky or Sometimes something state happens of life. like circumstantially mm-hmm. to you or a situation where like you don't even know how to respond isn't maybe like what you're intending for it to be and you're like okay maybe i shouldn't have done that um did you have something else for that one i mean i just not for that one specifically but i have other short ones i could okay you can do another short one um someone said no because i keep letting people overstep my boundaries um i can't be unless i'm near the beach and i don't live at the beach anymore (laughs) so no that's so funny you need to move yeah okay so this is a longer one Someone said, this is such a hard question, but I don't think I necessarily am. I feel like I I consistently find myself hiding parts of who I am to others around me, whether that's be due to embarrassment or lack of confidence or comparison. I feel like by design, we as humans consistently change. And sometimes those changes uh, that ice and myself, I don't know if that's a typo, aren't positive ones. And therefore, I try to minimize those parts of myself to others or to better others around me in my own perception, definitely a tough question that got me thinking. I do think in some way, this isn't necessarily code switching, <laughs> but... I have like a, a reflective thought I can share. Like, I don't know if this is related at all, but you can finish but thought. But I, from what you were typing, it reminded me of, like, there are ways in which people will, like, change how they interact or respond to others based off their environment. Obviously, who you are at work versus who you are around family versus who you are around your partner versus your friends... In some way, shape, or form, you are operating through a different lens for each of those situations. I don't know a single person, and it's very rare that someone can truly be 100% themselves in all of those scenarios because most of the time it wouldn't be seen as, like, appropriate for the setting that you're in. And so the idea is, like, are you able to interact where you're still true to yourself but through that lens of, like, what you need to be? And I think that can be a hard thing to navigate. Mm -hmm. Like, am I – like, if you're a teacher, like – Am I a teacher and, like, I'm just putting on my teacher lens and, like, being someone completely different from who I am at home? Or am I saying, okay, this is who I am. I'm going to work now. So I need to just, like, act in a way that's appropriate for me to act as a teacher. But I'm still myself at, like, my core. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some people have mastered that. And it's, like, you can see, like, oh, like, this is who this person is. Like, no matter which area of life they're operating in versus, like, oh, like, you're completely different, like, outside of work. Mm-hmm. And I don't fully know, like, I feel like I operate, you know, true to myself at work versus at home, but I know I'm not the same person. Yeah. I feel like I was going to bring up, so, like, this past week, I went to dinner with, like, some of my coworkers, and, I mean, I know all of my coworkers, I interact with them, like, on a daily basis, and, like, I don't feel like I am not myself, like, there, but, like, just generally speaking, I am, like, a 
more introverted person. Like, I have no problem talking to my coworkers, but, like, I'm definitely more of, like, you sit a back listener and serve. than, like, a contributor. And so I don't necessarily think this was, like, a good or bad thing per se, but, like, I had noticed, like, halfway through the dinner that it was, like, I've really been mostly just, like, listening. I have noticed that, too. And like, I'm, I'm not, really, I love like, to contributing. Listen. And, like, to me... Like, I wasn't actively thinking, like, I need to figure out where, where to jump in this conversation. Like, conversations were happening. I was just, listening. I was just listening, trying to, you know, listen to what they were talking about. And I was like, should I be contributing Engaging. a little <laughs> bit more? Like, but, I mean, some of the things they were talking about, like, I had nothing to contribute. So, like, I don't no, act I've, like I have something to contribute. I can't think of a specific example, but, like, I have for sure noticed there have been situations where, like, I'm in a group setting and I'm totally and I mean, fine. I'm, right. I'm like, I'm like, mm-hmm. Keep but then, talking. like, I just don't even think about, like, oh, I haven't said anything. Yeah. Maybe that's off-putting for them. <laughs> They're like, and did you want to say anything? But I'm just like, I have no thoughts. <laughs> I have no thoughts. I'm just No thoughts to enjoy. empty. Just enjoying your guys' conversation so. without contributing myself. <laughs> no, I'm I, just here to take. I should, I should get better about that because, like, obviously, they're probably like, and if you wanted to like say if something, was, you could. If everyone there was, like, trying to do what I was doing, yeah. we would not have a fruitful <laughs> conversation. <laughs> so self-reflection something to keep in mind um i need to like jump into the dms now okay someone said i feel like yes i am living true to myself because i have stopped doing things that i don't want to do uh just for the sake of people i've started focusing on what i want to do each week and what i can do to better myself that's a good one like you see like you might have like gotten these obligations kind of put upon you as like oh like you know you can come to this or like do this and then after a while you're like i I don't want to do that. Like, I want mm-hmm. to do these other things. And so then, like, it's good that you have found the opportunity to, like, switch out. Like, I don't want to do that. That's not fulfilling to me. I will take on these other things or obligations or hobbies or whatever you want to do to then feel like you're living more true to yourself. Life is too short to not live <clears throat> true to yourself. Someone said, yes, I am unapologetically myself. I remind myself that if someone doesn't like that slash like my authentic being, then they probably aren't someone I want in my close circle anyways. I feel like there's always, like, I'm glad you have that figured out and, like, live true to that. But, like, it's one of those things where just, like, you hear it all the time, but it's hard to actually do because, especially if you're someone who is a people pleaser, like, you are ready to shape and mold yourself in any way necessary to make it so that everyone likes you. Even though that may not be who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. I have tried to remind myself, and I don't think I have to, like, bend and twist and shape myself too much but I do think I am a people pleaser and so like I'll try and diminish like potentially like my certain needs or wants if it's like a small enough change where it's like I'm not gonna make a huge change of like okay that's truly like not what I want to do but if it's like a small like little like okay like whatever like I feel like I can be a little bit of a pushover Mm -hmm. in that sense and it's not always bad like sometimes it's good to be flexible but I applaud you for just like saying this is who I am this is what I want not bending or I twisting. I think as long as like, as long as this applies to like things that like are for you and like only you, there are certain situations where like you got to bend it, a little. Like, if it's to help someone else out or if it's to like if there's other thoughts and people to consider, like certain flexibility should be allowed or like there mm-hmm. are certain hills not to die on. Where I don't have like a spe- specific example right now, but it's just like if someone were to like be like, I am. Being so true to myself that, like, I am not doing that just for the sake like, of, like, they don't I want have to do that. I have organized Monday night spa nights for myself. I am not coming to your birthday party. <laughs> be like, okay, be a little flexible. Yeah. 
like my random my random my thought Monday that I had. Spawnates. Okay. Someone said, I just took a new job and start on Monday. It's a big career shift and I'm nervous, but I think but I like to think I'm living true to myself by taking a chance and giving it a shot. Yeah. I like that one. If you're not feeling fulfilled in your career and a career, sh- a career shift can be very scary. Yes. Because like you have put all of your time and effort and like quote unquote put your eggs into one basket and then to be able to like genuinely reflect with yourself to say like I don't think this is going to be for me mm-hmm. long term and to be ready to take the leap and the risk of starting over starting something new with kind of like you don't know if it's going to be the thing that works out for you either but you can always say at least you tried yeah if you didn't then you'd probably be like I wonder like what would have happened if I would have made that like career jump at least this way you can do it Maybe it'll be amazing. Maybe you'll say, you know what? This wasn't it either. So I'm going to do something else. But you at least will have done it and you'll know like what the consequences or like the result was. But again, sometimes making that first step. At the end of the day, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Is the definition of insanity. Supposedly said by Albert Einstein. Um, This person said, yes, at the end of the day, I always come back to this. At the end of the day, it really is you and only you. Um, am I creating the life I want for myself and am I using the gifts God gave me to help others? Good for you. Is there any other, we have a couple of like DMs in our actual DMs. Okay. Someone said, I think I oh, am. This is interesting because we kind of talked about this earlier. You can go okay. first. I think I am. I know what I want in this stage of my life and I'm <clears throat> actively working towards it. I'm making my happiness a priority. I've been focusing on hobbies that make my free time feel meaningful. The friends that I have have the same important morals as I do though I am currently single and I'm actively looking to being in a relationship dating apps I'm not forcing something or continuing to go out with people who I don't feel a genuine connection with I think the most important thing is that I'm happy with who I am currently what I do and the decisions I make looking forward to this episode really I feel like I could have written that like I also feel and I'm fortunate enough to say this but I feel like in such a good happy content place in life right now and like I like the dating stuff too I can really do like I've got friends that I'm trying to focus on, family relationships that I'm trying to cultivate. I'm single, but, like, I'm, like, kind of looking for a relationship. Like, I'm not trying to force anything. Like, I'm just trying to enjoy yeah. You could always find someone to be yeah. in a relationship with. It's always going to be an option. Someone will be out there. But you want to find, like, your person. Yeah. And so, like, I'm kind of, like, you know, I'm open to dating. I think that dating can be, like, a fun stage of life to be in. Like, you know, going on dates and, like, meeting different people. Um, it's not been very fruitful thus far. I haven't even met that many people. But, like, I'm fine not being in a committed relationship yeah. right now. I'm not looking to get married anytime soon, so. This person said, no, but I'm fine with that. I love medicine and I love dance, but I know being a doctor is the more practical approach. I love my job as a career, but dance is still my passion. Interesting. So, we were just talking about that. Honestly, depending on the type of doctor you want to be, this can make more or less sense. And I don't know what type of doctor they want to be. But, like, if you're someone who's willing to put in, like, hard work and you're like I can get through medical school I know I can do that you're guaranteeing yourself especially if you're someone who's going to plan on being like family medicine not to say that's easy I'm just saying like there are easier and less difficult or rigorous residencies than others surgeons neurosurgeons better freaking identify as being a neurosurgeon okay they better be able to say I sleep breathe I am not wanting to do anything else with my life if I can't do this that's the level I feel like they need to be at because you're dedicating 15 years of your life to that um versus training for like you have to then become a neurosurgeon versus if you were trying to be like a family medicine doctor like that's going to be likely very regular hours not that 
long of training, like it's all bearable stuff to then say, I have a very steady job that's going to provide for myself and my maybe future family or what have you. And like at the end of the day, a job doesn't always have to be your passion. If you're good at it, if you enjoy it enough to obviously go through medical school, you can still have a life outside of work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next DM, someone said, yes, changed jobs recently after 17 years of working for the same agency since I finished uh, university. I found my passion and love for my career slash work again. Um, MH is good, and I honestly love all areas of my life. I don't know what that stands for. Um, I don't dread going to work. No Sunday scaries or wishing time off was longer. I have a good life slash work balance. I love my husband and our life together. Amazing. I think at the end of the day, peop- what this question kind of like, begs or is asking is like do you have good work-life balance (laughs) (laughs) maybe not exactly the same but like i mean like given that like so much two areas of your life work and then like life outside outside of work work. right and are those two do you feel feel fulfilled at both yeah sometimes people try to compensate for like i hate my job so then like they just focus all their time outside of work and i have seen the argument of like people saying you don't have to love your job and you don't have to but I certainly think life is a lot more bearable when you kind of like it. Mm-hmm. If you have to spend 40 hours a week doing it. I would agree. Um, and then it's the people you spend your time with. Are you having good relationships? Even like at work, do you enjoy your coworkers? That can be a huge like make or break yeah. thing for a job. Like, people can hate regardless. their jobs and then like love their coworkers and like all of a sudden work is a lot more bearable. So, mm-hmm. and then like do you have your friendships, family, um, significant others, are they supporting you? Are they the people you, like, want to be around? Or are you, in, like, in a toxic relationship with any of those people? Do you need to see your way out of some of those friendships, relationships? And I don't feel like I have really any toxic relationships that I'm surrounded with at this moment. Mm-hmm. And I hope to continue that. I think we went through everyone's responses. <laughs> well, thank you to everyone who did respond, especially those who, like, opened up and kind of, you know, we didn't, like, share, you know, your personal information, but you, you know responded to us and so that means a lot to us that you trust us with that information yeah especially because it helps us obviously be able to make this episode and so hopefully you guys found people's answers insightful or at the very least interesting and hopefully this was just a nice reflective episode and you were able to gather something from it or get something out of it mm-hmm. um with that being said that's all we have for this week if you guys watch us on YouTube, feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's just according to podcast or something. You can find it if you type us in. Um, leave a comment if you have your own thoughts that you want to share. Or if you didn't get the chance to like respond to like our DM or story post, you can share your own answer to the post in the comments. Otherwise, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.